Good morning to everybody. Bezras Hashem Yisbarach. We're up to Shir number 64. Okay, we're learning today, Bezras Hashem, and this chus that uh, of our Torah and our, you know, building up our Shmir Shabbos, Shetakabi, bringing Yeshua to all of Klal Yisrael, and we should get back to being able to serve HaKadosh Baruch the right way with yeshivas and everything else. Batzlach and bracha for all of Klal Yisrael. Okay, continuing along, an interesting halacha that I think many of us don't, uh, are not aware of. The Mishabura brings down in Simen Shinchov Aleph Sif Samach Ches. Also, Litroif Bayim Bekara. One should not, you know, like when you make scrambled eggs, you beat the scr- you beat the eggs. You take two eggs and you mix them up, two or three eggs, and you mix them. One should not do that on Shabbos. Not the cooking part, of course, but even the scrambling part. Why? What's the Maris Ayin? It looks like Shanira Kamisha Raitza. It looks like somebody wants to make himself scrambled eggs. Just the lesson of the Sefer Lamates Melach is interesting. One may not beat raw eggs on Shabbos because this chore is done almost exclusively for frying, cooking, or baking purposes. Therefore, it gives off the outward appearance of Bishel, a preparation. It looks like one is preparing for a regular act of Bishel, which would be Maris Ayin, and one should not do that on Shabbos. In other words, beating the eggs. An interesting thing I saw brought down the Sefer Lamates Malach is that sometimes people use these raw eggs for um, artificial creamers, I guess in coffee or the like. I'm not so familiar with that, but in any case, he brings down that, um, you know, this. So again, you have those, there will be two issues with that. Number one is the beating of the eggs, which would be Marisayan, and number two, it could be a question of Bishel. So also, one must be careful, likewise, with the raw eggs, they're Kalea Bishel. Um, and they cannot be put into a cliché. So if the cup of coffee is a cliché, one cannot do that, put it, put the raw eggs as the artificial creamer into the cliché, and even into the cliché, according to many poiskim, one has to be careful because we said raw eggs are one of the things that are, you know, 100% brought down as kale habishal. So even in the cliché, um, you're running into a problem of Bishel. Again, there are prominent Poiskim who would let you put it into a Klishlishi because there are those prominent prominent Poiskim who do say that nothing cooks in a Klishlishi. But uh, what it, it, could, it could be dealing with a Suffolk Deraisa, and one should be careful not to put it into, even into a Klishlishi. Uh, what one should do if he needs these raw eggs as an artificial creamer to make sure that his coffee or tea or whatever he's putting it into should go down below Yad Saledespoi, which again is roughly below 110 or so. Um, and then, of course, there's no issues at all. It's, there's no problems of Bishel. He brings down interesting, <clears throat> that's as far as the Bishel part, but what about the uh, mixing part, which we said there's a problem of Maris Ayin. So he says, one may, gen- one may gently mix the yolk with water. So, uh, you know, I guess it's only the Maris Ayin L'chayru would be when you're beating it like, like one does when he's making the scrambled eggs or he's mixing up those eggs for a cooking process. But if he j- does it very gently um, and he adds water, the dish might not be, should not be any Maris Ayin on that. And also as far as lush goes, as far as the kneading part, we know that when one makes a um, mixture and the mixture becomes more of a sturdy 
mixture. In other words, a thicker mixture. He's running into problems of lush. Over here, it's different because of the fact that he's making it a looser mixture, mixture which we're going to talk about all the halachas of lush, of kneading, Bezvah Hashem, making baby cereal and all these things, Bezvah Hashem in the future. But one concept to keep in mind, anytime you're dealing with lush, when you make the mixture looser, that's not lush. Lush is making, and we always have to look at what was done in the Mishkan. In the Mishkan, obviously, to make the dough, kneading the dough uh, for the bread, for the challah, that's making a thicker mixture. Anytime you loosen it up, you know, that's not, in general, that's not the, the that's opposite of what lush is all about. Now, just real quickly, but the Evid, if it was put into the Kalish Lishi, even though it is raw eggs, Kali Abishal, that would be okay to drink the coffee or whatever it was put into. Um, anytime in general a kale, a real Kali Abishal is put into a Kalish Lishi, it's definitely usable because, again, we said there are prominent Paiskim who matter it. But again, we're dealing with the Suffolk Teraisa and Lechatchila. You know, initially one should um, preferably wait to till the uh, the cup becomes below Yad Saleh, the spike. But the evidence would all be mutter in a klish lishi, not in a klish, not in a Just talking quickly about, <clears throat> we spoke last time about, about the Davagush, um, as far as, a, you know, a, 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 a Davar Yovesh, the Davagush, and all those halachas. Now, what about, that was a hot Davagush. What about a cold Davagush where somebody takes a um, Davar Yovesh, something out of the refrigerator or the freezer, and many times you have ice on top of it. For example, a challah, for example, chicken, for example, noodles. It's taken out of the back, either the back of the refrigerator where you have ice or sometimes even out of the freezer. So as far as the item itself, in other words, a Dove Yavesh is allowed, we mentioned, and fully cooked, if it's fully cooked, is allowed to be uh, reheated in a way that is not mechseik mevashal. It does not look like cooking, which we're going to talk about um, in the near future, Bez Hashem. Like the piece of chicken fully cooked, the piece of kogel fully cooked, or the challah fully cooked. But the question is, I'm coming into a question of Bishel on the ice that's on top of this item. So in general, <clears throat> excuse me, in general, we say the halach is one should try to, if he takes out this challah, chicken, kugel, or whatever it is, again, totally cooked, um, it's no problem with reheating it in a place where you would be allowed to reheat it, which we'll see in a second. Um, the best thing to do, if it has ice, just leave it on the table or on the counter, not to put it near a heat source, but just leave it um, in a regular room temperature place, counter or table, let it just thaw out. Um, for, I guess, a few minutes or whatever, and then one could go ahead and put it on that area. So, for example, our first example would be uh, many times, which comes up all the time, you have a challah or bilkala, somebody needs an extra bilkala, somebody, or, or a challah, he has it, uh, he wants to put it, takes it out of the, fridge, the freezer or the back of the fridge, he wants to put it on top of a crock pot or on top of the cover of another pot that's on, over the flame, in which case it will be mutter as far as um, warming it up. Um, or even on a radiator or something like that, where it's no mechzeik and mevashel, it does not look like cooking. Uh, so now, so so again, he takes it out, and if it there, if there's no ice in it, no problem, just put it on that area. If there's ice, let him put it. The person should just leave it on the table or counter for a short while, thaw out. Once it thaws out, go ahead, and then he could go and put it over there and let it warm up. Same thing would apply. One takes out sometimes a piece of roast chicken. Um, he needs an extra piece for or guest or the like, so again, let it thaw, thaw out for a few minutes, the ice will melt in a room temperature, and then you can go ahead and put it, um, not not on the blech, which we'll talk about, but on top of a cover of a pot, or on top of a crock pot, or on top of an urn that's used only for fleshics, which usually most urns, many urns I use for milk also, so that would be a problem. Um, 
So that's no problem. Now, one more quick thing as far as somebody, sometimes somebody takes out lakshin noodles from the uh, fridge or freezer and they have ice in it also, or sometimes a piece of boiled chicken. And we mentioned that one is allowed to put that and it's totally cooked 100%. He's allowed to put that even to, even into, <clears throat> excuse me, a klirishain. That's not over the fire, even into a klirishain, not over the fire, um, the noodles. But if the noodles have ice in it, not to do that, but to go ahead and put the noodles or baked or, or boiled chicken into a klirishain. In other words, into the bowl of soup, even with the ice, that would be okay into a klisheni, not into a klisheni off the fire. A regular bowl of soup, klisheni or klishlishi is okay because we said ice is allowed to be put into a klisheni or a klishlishi. Okay, everybody, thank you for joining us. We should talk to see Yeshua, Simrifu, Asatzloch, and Bracha Koltov.